everyone. I'm Maria Sansone, and welcome to another edition of Mom to Mom, the podcast. Listen, if you've got mom probs, this one's for you. And boy, do I've got 99 problems. I think we can all relate to this, and I'm so excited to introduce you to my guest today. It's basically like she was made for mom to mom. Her name is Tara Clark, and she is the founder, creator, and the mastermind, in my opinion, of the very popular social community called Modern Mom Probs. You have probably seen this on Instagram. Someone has probably forwarded you something that she's created. Um, She is a pioneer in this space. She is a content creator. She's an author. She's a podcast host. She's a small business founder. And of course, she's a mom. And she has been on a mission for a long time to support women through modern day parenting, to normalize things that have otherwise been taboo. And she has been very successful at doing that by being very vulnerable. And we both talk a lot about that today. And she's done it by injecting humor and empathy into all these problems that we face as moms and as women. So without further ado, our friend from Modern Mom Probs, Tara Clark. Hi, welcome. Hi, Hi, Maria. (laughs) Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be chatting with you. It's so good to see you in semi-real life here. Um, Yeah. Big fan. Sort of real life. Thank you. I love your dress. Oh, thank you. I'm getting so many comments on this. This is like an oldie but goodie. Denim never goes out of style. And I feel like it's having a moment again. It really is. (laughs) All right, but let's talk about you um, and modern mom probs. So for my moms out there, you've probably seen memes or things and not even realized that they originated on modern mom probs. So tell us how this whole project began for you. Sure, sure. So I started Modern Mom Probs when my son was three years old. And when you have three years old, three years, children who are three years old, there's so much content because whether it's nap time or picky eating or I mean, tantrums, there's so many different things. And so I decided that I wanted to start a creative outlet to write about it and talk about it. And Modern Mom Probs was born. And so did it start as a blog then for you? It actually always started on Instagram. I actually got my start in social media at Nickelodeon. I used to work at Nickelodeon um, before my son was born. And I worked in Nick Jr. and Nick at night. And so after he was born, I took some time off to be with him. But Instagram was just coming up around the same time this shiny new website called Canva was coming out. And so I said, well, let me start creating content on that. And so it was always Instagram based. Okay. So you kind of came from that world. So you sort of had the business sense, you sort of had the marketing, you know, sense behind you. Do you remember your very first post or the one that like took off? I remember one of my very favorite first posts and I might not quote it exactly, but it's something along the lines of this. There's a special place in, can I say hell? Mm -hmm. There's a special place in hell for people who don't hold the doors open for people with strollers. Oh, that's a good one. And so what did you find? So you just post this, you're like, oh, whatever, like Instagram's new, I'm a mom, like this could be cool. And then what happens? People start And then it responding. just, it just, 
people started responding and it started taking off. And this was just to give you a, a time frame. When I first started my account it was 2016. And so Instagram was really new and there was not a lot of parenting content. People were taking pictures of like lattes or like mm -hmm. their sandwich and people weren't really having those like parenting conversations on Instagram. Luckily it has evolved since then. And so now we're able to have a breadth of conversations about parenting, yeah. but at the time and in, in the early Instagram days, um, it was very novel. I recently went back and looked at my first Instagram posts and my page has evolved so much as yours has. And it was mostly my dog. And like my very, very, very first post is just a photograph of a bottle of Coca-Cola. <laughs> Because like, I think, you know, we, we didn't really know what this platform was and we were just playing around with photography, I think, early on. It wasn't exactly a way to connect like it is today. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's so true because when I started my account, I was really focusing a lot on humor. Yep. But as the account evolved and as Instagram evolved, we started having the harder conversations around maternal mental health, the mental load of motherhood, uh, postpartum depression, pregnancy loss, miscarriage. There were so many different mm. things that we started talking about that we weren't talking about initially on the account. So talk about the evolution for you. Uh, how, what did that look like? Did you have to bring people on to help you out? I mean, it seems like it's kind of a beast. I mean, I know that social media posting every single day, like can be, it's, it's fun, but it's, it's taxing and it's a job. So yeah. did you build a support team around you to grow your platform? I do have an assistant and she helps me with, you know, some day-to-day -day stuff. But for the most part, it is just me. I do have a production team that produces my podcast. So um, thank you to them. But for the most part, it is just me. Really? I would have thought yeah. you had like a whole big team around you. That's really good to know. So if I like, no, DM, you see it. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I do. I so do. I absolutely do. Yeah. So talk about the community that you have built uh, through the evolution of this page. And when you started to see that shift that like, okay, we can get away from just humor here and dive into some topics that, that women and moms are really dealing with on a day to day. Mm -hmm, absolutely. I think that shift really started in 2018, 2019, when we started cracking open those conversations more, talking about maternal mental health, especially postpartum. And like I said, that was not those were not conversations we were having on social. And so to be at the forefront of that and, and be like some of the first people having these conversations, it feels really good. And, and the audience and, and the community really responded well because they were looking for that type of conversation. Mm -hmm. And you really had an opportunity to be vulnerable as well. How did it feel as you started opening up and sharing? Really scary at first. It felt really scary because I am not the type of person who tends to be so vulnerable so publicly. Um, when I had miscarriages before I had my son, I didn't tell anyone right. really. I, I told maybe my closest, closest friends and my, and not even our families. And my husband and I felt so alone, so alone. Mm -hmm. And so my hope in sharing my story with the miscarriage and then subsequent infertility after that, our hope is that other people can say, oh, I too had a miscarriage or mm -hmm. I too struggled with infertility. And so then that they weren't in the same position that we were in 10 years ago. 
I, it's one of my regrets when I think about social media. I went through a similar thing with lots of miscarriages and you're, it's such a strange time and you do feel so alone and so isolated. And I had a large following and I know I had a lot of moms who were going through something similar, but I couldn't, I couldn't share that for whatever reason. And maybe I was just protecting myself and that's okay. But now I'm very vocal about it. A lot of time has passed, but I'm so much more vocal about it. And I see people like you um, who are talking about it. And I think there is a shift. I think people are starting to feel a little... Uh, a little bit more comfortable with that. I mean, even within their own family saying like, you know, sharing a little earlier and saying, you know, if I do miscarry, at least I'm telling the people who know who I'd, I'd want that support from. I think there yeah. is a little bit of a shift happening. Oh, absolutely. You're 100% right. There's a huge right. shift from where I was, let's say, 12, 13 years ago when I first started, you know, had when I had miscarriages to where we are now, it is night and day. And it's not to say that, you know, other people still don't feel comfortable sharing because that's a personal choice. Mm -hmm. and, and I completely respect that. And in, in fact, it took me years to be able to speak about it. Just like you said, Maria. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I'm such an open book though. And it was so weird to be going through that privately and then posting pictures of like the food I made that night. You know, it was just like, I was living two totally different lives, which I think a lot of people can appreciate with, when it comes to social media. Well, school is back in session and schools need our support. So we would love for you to help support our schools and get the necessary funding and supplies to underprivileged schools across New England. All you have to do to help is go to our website, nbc10boston.com forward slash supporting our schools to find a variety of teacher projects and asks, things they need for their classroom, stuff like that. Every little bit counts. In your professional opinion, what is the modern mom prob that you feel like we are all facing right now that you, you hear from your community? Yeah, it's hard to narrow it down to just one. So may I give you like maybe my top three? You is that may. okay? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to start with loneliness. I think loneliness is a huge problem across the board, um, especially for mothers of small children. It is really hard to connect with other people. We're not always put in like the right spaces to be able to connect authentically. 100%. And so luckily we do have communities online where people can, can meet and chat and, and share ideas. Mm -hmm. So I definitely would say loneliness is one. Going with that idea of social media is comparison trap. Now, never in, in, in a way that we've never had before, people can see into the lives of other people and say, oh, you know, they're doing really well. And, you know, we're not, and they're really happy and we're not. And so people get stuck into this comparison trap, yes. which is so unfortunate. And, and I, I definitely think that that is very high in there of, of modern mom problems and screen time for, for people that have older children, like we do screen time is a really big concern as well. So it sounds like all of mine might be digital. Yeah. Which is your space, <laughs> which, which is, is my space. So ironic, right? Because here you've built a community. I mean, and, and this is in essence what social media is. It is a double-edged sword. It can be so many different things, but here you've created kind of a career and a community and a space to help 
combat all of these things that we're talking about. But then we go online and we compare and we see the highlight reel and we can get lost and you know do all the things that make us depressed and anxious. Um, so it's tough. I feel like even as an adult, it's very tough to navigate the digital world. <laughs> It really is. And you know, I, I know that you had mentioned in another previous interview that sometimes you grab your phone to check the time. And then next thing you know, it's like 15 minutes later, you bought a new outfit, you bought new shoes, oh my God. you scrolled Instagram for 10 minutes, and then you totally forgot why you picked up your phone in the first place. It happens to me all the time. Yes. I completely understand. Well, it's <laughs> and, and I know it we're not sneaky. alone. And it is designed to be that way. And so I try to tell my daughter, who's only nine years old, who's just starting to get into this world, I'm like, it's like being in a casino. It's impossible to beat the house. Like it is set up to trick us, to make us buy things. To I mean, just last night, for example, I was on TikTok and I should not even be on TikTok. <laughs> it's not good for my brain, but I just love it. It's like the dopamine hit, 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 right? And I see this woman and she's like in this awesome robe and I'm like, ooh, I need a robe like that. So then I pop off of TikTok and then I'm looking through how I can find a robe like that. And then I wind up back on TikTok and now it's showing me all of a sudden every single video is of a person like wearing a very like fancy robe. And I'm like, they are in my brain. This is so sick. I should just delete the whole app. I don't know. Where are you on TikTok? Are you? Oh, so, so I have two questions. One, did you buy the robe? I didn't. I didn't. Okay. That's a win. That's a win. <laughs> Good for you. Pat yourself on the back there because that's a win. Um, two, TikTok. Truth be told, I actually took it off of my phone because it was good too distracting. You. Yeah. Because I need to model good behavior for my son who is 10 and uh, I can't be on my phone all the time. It's bad enough that I'm on it as frequently as I am for work and yes. I need to draw the line somewhere. So I actually took it off of my phone. I know. I'm a bad example when it comes to that. But I want to go back to the comparison trap, I think is how you described it. I just mm -hmm. saw a clip um, probably on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the best thing people now always say like oh I read an article but they didn't actually read an article they saw a TikTok this about is, an article this is legit I saw an interview with Oprah who has just written a book with Arthur C. Brooks about happiness and he has been a guest on our show before and so I was very invested and the person interviewing Oprah said, what is you know when you think about happiness what is the what's like the opposite of happiness and she was like envy Envy is the, you know, is the opposite of happiness. Envy is, um, is the destroyer, I think she said, the destroyer of happiness. And this is what we're doing on social, right? Like we just look at people's beautiful houses and their perfectly clean kitchens and their kids all, you know, dressed to the nines in the, in the portraits that they take. And that's not real life. But how do we, how do we avoid that? I mean, that's, it's kind of like built into our fabric to be envious, right? Yeah. Wow. First of all, I want to say kudos to Oprah because of course Oprah would come up with such a beautiful line that encapsulates that I so well. I hope I got it right, by the way. It's it's, it's like, a, you know, I'm, I'm rephrasing, but... Sure. She sure. No, that, that is beautiful. And I, and I agree a thousand percent because I noticed that when I'm on my phone too long and I'm scrolling... I start to feel bad about myself. I start mm -hmm. to feel bad about my accomplishments. I start to feel bad about my parenting. I start yes. to feel bad about all of the things that I'm a part of in my life. And I shouldn't. I should be really proud of yeah. myself as a parent, proud of myself as a, as a businesswoman, proud of myself as a content creator. But you get st stuck into 
that comparison trap. So I have to be very intentional for my use. I actually set a timer on my Instagram. They have something, there's a functionality where you can, if you're scrolling for more than 10 minutes, it pops up and gives you a dialogue box and says, time for a break, question mark. And I'm like, Yes, it is time for a break. Do you do that through Instagram or you have to sign up for something yes. special? No, no, no. It's it's a it's through Instagram. Oh, wow. Clenching my invisible pearls. <laughs> That's <laughs> something I didn't know about. I've got to do that yeah. immediately. Yes, it's so helpful. And then it also has within Instagram itself, it also has the ability to set a time limit for if you don't want to go longer than an hour a day two hours, five hours, however long you spend per day on the app. Um, But you could also set that within the settings. Interesting because I've interviewed a lot of content creators and I find that like you, they create the content and that's where they like to use their creativity and Mm -hmm. they don't spend a lot of time scrolling. They will time block, you know, a chunk of time to do some maybe research or research and development but they're yes. not on there just mindlessly scrolling because there's not enough time in the day to do that. And I think it actually kind of like hurts our creativity because there's so much out there and that there's there's nothing that can beat what's going on in our own brains if we just like allow ourselves the time to explore that. Beautifully said, because the thing is that, you know, we lie to ourselves and say, well, I'm researching this. I just need to mm-hmm. see what the trending audios are. I need to see what my, you know, my peers are doing. And then, you know, 25 minutes later, yeah, it's totally a cop out. 25 minutes later, you're like, oh my gosh, I totally lost that chunk of time. I could have been creating instead of consuming. And, um, and then sometimes you even feel worse about yourself. So I think it's really important to be intentional with our usage. Are you looking for where to find the perfect pumpkin spice latte, the best fall family-friendly activities, or interviews with your favorite celebrities? We can find it all in one place. It's the weekly Hubbub newsletter. You can sign up by going to our website, nbc10boston.com forward slash newsletters. Drop your email and you'll have everything you need in your inbox every Thursday. You've probably seen Modern Mon Probs on Instagram. She's got great stuff on there. Created such an amazing community over the years. But you didn't just stay within Instagram. You've exploded. You have a book. You have a clothing rental service now. So tell us about some of these new projects. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the book is called Modern Mom Probs, a survival guide for 21st century mothers. And that's available wherever you buy books online. And in that book, I account for 99 different modern mom probs, but I say I got 99 problems, but motherhood ain't one. And so it really ranges from some funny and silly ones to much more serious ones. Just like my my account does, the book covers the same thing. Did the book kind of, well, I'm not going to say write itself because I know how hard it is to write a book. But did you feel like the content was already there for you from all of the years doing Instagram or was it a different process? Um, yes, it, it was definitely helpful to have the nine, the concept of 99 different problems, because then I knew I had to sort of like backfill it that way. Mm-hmm. And I was pleased with the organization of that. Yes. Okay. Talk to me about the clothing rental service, because this is a big problem for me. And for a lot of moms, I think 
I remember I read a statistic, I'm not even gonna pretend to share it because I can never remember numbers, but how much time we spend trying to pick out clothes in the morning, not to mention shopping for clothes, returning clothes, blah, blah, blah. It is a huge chunk of time that we could be doing other things with. So um, talk about the service. Yes. So it's called Modern Mom Style Box and members can sign up and you receive three items of clothing per box and then you can switch it out as many times as you'd like in the course of the month. And we have styles from Express, French Connection, um, Banana Republic, all, all different ones. Most of the ones that you would see if you were at the mall. And so what I love about it is that I never have that struggle anymore because I'm also a member, obviously, that I never have the struggle of like, gosh, what do I wear today? I actually just received a box this morning and I didn't have the opportunity to open it up to, to put something on, but um, it, it's fun. It's fun to get new things. And like I said, if you have a style that yeah, maybe it wasn't like your favorite or it didn't fit right, put it back in the bag, send it free shipping, and then it triggers your next box to be sent. Wow. And really tackling a modern mom problem that we all face every single day when we're looking at our closets, like what am I going to wear today? Um, Especially so for someone like you, Maria, because yeah. you're always wearing new clothes. I know. And so like you're going through a lot of different styles and yeah. this way, you'll never have to wear the same thing twice. I like that. I like that. Um, so it just seems from the outside, like you have just went boom, 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 and moved from one thing to the next and had so much success. What would you say is the biggest challenge that you faced as an entrepreneur with this? The interesting thing for me has been not to overwhelm my audience with too many different ideas mm. and or too many different concepts. And, and the thing that always guides me, the mission that always guides me is, does it fall underneath the umbrella of a modern mom problem? Mm -hmm. Am I trying to solve a problem? Mm -hmm. And so if the modern mom style box can solve a problem, then yeah, I, I'm going to spend my time and energy in that. If my podcast is going to bring on experts to talk about solutions for modern mom problems, then I'm going to put my focus into that. And so that's really what guides me. Yes. We didn't even talk about the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we could talk about that too. Yeah. So tell us how that's going. It's going really well. We have great guests each week. I, I tend to, like I said, I focus on one particular modern mom problem, uh, bring on a guest, and then we talk about it for 30 minutes. And I so the guests range from best-selling authors like Eve Rodsky or Dr. Shafali. Um, I recently had Tiffany Thiessen on, and she has a new cookbook yes. out. And so we talked about her new cookbook and, you know, another modern mom problem. And I know you understand this one is, you know, 530 hits each day. And you're like, what am I going to make for dinner? What's for dinner? Wait, <laughs> I've got a great idea. I have a perfect booking for you. <laughs> yes, 100 percent. Yes, Listen, I'm going to have my people call your, your people. problem. <laughs> I'm booking guests. By the way, we had Eve um, on this show, too. Eve Rodsky She's goes wonderful. down in history as one of my favorite guests because, oh my gosh, and, and I know you deal with the, the mental load of motherhood and stuff on your page too, so, so you understand, but Fair Play literally changed my life. For anyone out there who hasn't read that book, it's fantastic. You can follow yes. Eve too. Um, I think we have probably have a lot of synergy that goes on. I think so too. I recently had Bethany on my show and I know you recently interviewed Bethany, so yes. we have a lot going on. Yes, it is a small world and I love it.
Thank you so much for joining me today on Mom to Mom, the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Tara from Modern Mom Probs. Be sure to follow her. She's such a great follow on Instagram. And hey, check us out. We are all the places that you find your podcast. There is a library with so much great content. And then if you are in the New England area, you can actually watch Mom to Mom the good old-fashioned way on TV. We're on at 11.30 a.m. on Mondays on NBC10 Boston. Um, All right, that's a wrap for me today, and I'll see you next week right here on Mom to Mom. 